Hey, Watch Fam, this is Ranch Racer. And this is Perpetual Girl. And you guys are listening to the Love and Watches podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? I don't know. Love and Watches is a family-friendly podcast for male and female watch lovers alike. Perpetual Girl and Ranch Racer are a watch-crazy wife and husband team who've been wearing and collecting watches for more than 45 years. They enjoy bringing you the latest in collecting, interviews, news, and all things interesting in the world of watches. Enjoy the show. Hey, watch fam, this is Ranch Racer. And hello, this is Perpetual Girl. And you guys are listening to the latest episode of the Love and Watches podcast, the podcast for all watch lovers. Uh, thanks so much for being here with us. We've got an exciting new segment for you guys today, don't we? We do. Don't we, PG? We do. Should we talk about it a little bit? Yeah, let's let's kind of let's quickly talk about how we got to where we did with the new segment. Okay. Um, you know, we're all stuck at home, right? And we've all been, you know following social media or watching YouTube or listening to podcasts, whatever it might be. And we, we've really been, we've been racking our brains about a couple things since, yeah. since the last episode with, with Jared Payne from uh, buying on time. And the first thing was we wanted to establish kind of some sort of a regular segment, right? We do, we have our, our what's in the collection mm-hmm. episodes, but Eventually, we're going to get to the Those end of the fun. collection, right? I mean, th- th- that can only last right. for so long. Well, we, it, that'll, that'll take a while it, for it me. It will, but, <laughs> but we wanted to come up with some sort of a regular segment that could just we could just continue throughout the years that the podcast is is out there, however long we're out there for. Um, so that was that was the first thing. And the second thing we've really been thinking about is how do we get our listeners more involved? And that's important to us because... I think, unfortunately, in this crazy social media world driven world, sorry, that we live in, there's this there becomes this perception that if you have a pod, that if you have a podcast or a YouTube channel, you're some big star. Now, granted, there are some people on YouTube, for instance, that make a lot of money. I mean, and they put a lot of money into their their productions. Um, but, you know, for the most part, those of us that have a podcast we're, we're not media. We're not big media stars. We're not even no, media. We're I doing mean, it because we enjoy it. Yeah. I separate traditional media from social media. Podcasting is social media. And literally, I mean, I can, I think I can pretty much say this with a hundred percent accuracy. If you have a podcast, it's because you decided to hit record when you were having a conversation with someone. Yes. I mean, Good in general, mm-hmm. that's how podcasts get started. We are all, especially in the watch world. I mean, if you have a podcast on Ferraris or on I don't know, something else that's huge, right? It's then you're, then it's different in the watch world. We're all nothing. I mean, this is, we are like all little tiny minnows swimming around in a little puddle on the ground, right? I mean, the watch (laughs) community is so small, but that's what we love about it. And that's why we do it because you guys are all our, our extended family. When we were racing, we had our racing family, right? We were, we loved going to the track because we got to see our racing family. Well, when we record or when PG is, is managing our Instagram account, which I have nothing to do with anymore, by the way. But when we're when we're recording, we feel like we're with our watch family, mm-hmm. right? And that so. being said, 
during the quarantine, we've had a little bit of extra time, and I've actually really enjoyed being on Instagram lately. There's new watch collectors. These are real people. A lot more women. I've had a huge increase in people starting to listen to the show. You had a podcast. ton of female collectors a lot reaching of female out to you. Reaching out, and I and I've reached out to some of them, and they're enjoying our podcast because we're we try to be down to earth and just kind of want to relate to everybody else because we're real people like everybody else. And so I kind of came up with an idea that we would get our listeners more involved. And shall I say it? Go for it. We are starting today is going to be our inaugural episode of the Loving Our Listeners Spotlight. I love it. Thank you. What does it mean? (laughs) It means that we love our listeners and we're going to have a listener on the show every time we want to do a, a segment and we're going to talk to them about their personal collection and their views on watch collecting, what they have in the collection, what they want to buy, their thoughts. And I think it's going to, I think you're going to enjoy it because I, I want people to relate. You know, we're all, we all have our collections and I've seen such great content lately from you know a lot of people on Instagram on their personal collections and each one is a little different. Some some of the watches we have the same watches. There's there's always your Rolexes, and now there's some of the micro brands. So there's the Omega Speedmasters. So, but you look in at each person, and you start you start to get to know them, and you can see the patterns of what they like to collect. So I thought, why don't we get our listeners on, have them talk about their collections, and we'll see how that goes. And we um, we have our first one today. I, I absolutely I loved the idea. I thought it was a, and it's something we've been kind of talking about on and off for a while. And it was just a few weeks. Yeah. And it's just, it was the, it just made the most sense. I mean, we want to have you guys more involved. We want you to be part of this. You know, we, we don't want to be like other watch media. We don't want to be reading you the news. We've said that before. We're not about the news. We're really not about social media. We are about the podcast and we're about the conversation, right? We're about down to earth discussion about watches. And so this was, this just seemed like such a great idea to be able to start bringing you guys onto the show and it, it's going to be a regular segment. So, you know, I think PG, you've already started reaching out to some, some mm-hmm. listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys uh, are interested in being on the show and you've been listening to the show for a while, I mean, we know we've got a lot of new listeners. We know we have listeners that have been with us from the right from the beginning. Yep. If you'd be interested in being on the show, let us know. Just send an ad to uh, email to admin at loveandwatches.com. And we'll put you on the list. We'll we'll talk to you about it, and or you and, can uh, DM me directly <clears throat> at Perpetual Girls account on Instagram. On Instagram or the Love and Watches account. You maintain them both now. I do. The only time I go on Instagram is to look at my Ranch Tracer account, and that's usually not for watches. It's for my other fun addictions like aviation and racing and cars and everything mm-hmm. else. That's mm-hmm. what I use Instagram for now. But uh, DM Perpetual Girl either on her account or the Love and Watches account. Let us know if you're interested. Otherwise, you might get a DM from her out of the blue asking if you'd like to be on the show. Uh, basically, you need a Skype account, a halfway decent internet connection, and a good headset and microphone. It's pretty mm-hmm. simple. And, and with your computer or your whatever can, device you use for Skype. Even if you don't have a great headset, we've got a great soundboard, so we'll make it work. We'll make it work. I mean, if you know, we prefer a, a usually a hardwired headset is the best because you don't have any issues with Bluetooth. But if that's what you have, then we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know, we can we can make it work. Um, but yeah, I just I'm I'm excited about this. Me too. It was, 
I, I think it's we, gonna be fun. And we wanted to do something different. We've um, actually hit a milestone. We're on our third year of podcasting now. We started, which, yeah. We entered into our third year, which yep, is and a pretty big deal. We at the very very beginning, we weren't sure how long we would be at it, and now we're on year three. So we're still here. It's, it's it's been spotty and on and off because we have normal lives, and it's we it's, do as we've said before. We have to we don't make money on this, yeah. so yeah. And we there there's some things you will there's a couple things specifically you will never ever hear from love and watches number one we're not going to bombard you with sponsor ads um we've said that from the beginning and that's one i listen to podcasts of about other stuff right i don't really listen to watch podcasts anymore there's maybe one i listen to every Mm -hmm. once in a while but (laughs) i listen to podcasts about other hobbies of mine if they bombard me with five minutes of sponsor ad at the beginning i they get removed from my library if I'm listening to a podcast and halfway through it just suddenly cuts off and I get a bunch of ads, <laughs> it goes out of my library. I don't, I hate it and I don't want to subject my readers to it. The only time you'll ever hear anything from us related to advertising is in the, on the rare occasion that we do a giveaway and we try to make our giveaways nice, you know, relatively valuable giveaways, right? We like to give away nice things. We can't always afford to, to foot the bill for those. So we will talk to some of our friends in the industry that we've gotten to know and see if they'd be willing to donate product. So two out of the three giveaways we've done, those were product products that were donated. So, you know, we threw an ad up for them on the website and we, you might hear at the beginning of an episode, a, you know, this episode brought to you by XYZ, 10 seconds done. That's the only advertising you're ever going right. to hear from us. We don't keep loaner watches even when offered to us. That's not our, no, that's not, not our thing. And if we do get loaners and they say, don't give them back, We've given them away or um, we send them back or yeah. we've purchased the watch ourselves for a fun giveaway. But, yep. and I think it's important <clears throat> to say that because we do have a lot of new listeners who yeah. may not know a lot about us, but this is our hobby. We have a working cattle ranch <laughs> and we're really busy and I have some pretty needy rescue animals that I love. So those guys come first and everybody has priorities in their life. They have their families, kids, job, etc. And this podcast is our hobby. So it was born out of that, of us both collecting. And we just want to make it relatable. We want to make it attainable, not to, you know, we're not going to be focusing on on $150,000 watches, although that's fun to look at them. But oh, sure. we kind of want to make it like, what are we wearing every day? Mm-hmm. What are people wearing every day? What do you want to buy? What's your lifestyle? So I think this will be a really great segment for us to go into our third year. I think so. Um the other, the second the second thing that you're that you're not going to ever get from us and I, I mentioned this because a lot of you have reached out and said hey when's your next episode going to be and we miss you come on we need an episode and we get that totally understand I mean if I find a podcast that I like I get I start going nuts if it's okay where's the next episode right I need the next episode um, we are not going to record an episode just to just to put more megabytes of data out there okay. We want, we want these to mean something. We want to have something important to talk about. We're not going to reread the same news that you read on hundreds of other watch blogs, right? You're not going to get that from us. If we don't have something to say, we're not just going to release an episode every week and say, oh, here's an episode we recorded a year ago. Here's a, a you know episode from the archives or whatever it is. You can go back and listen to our, <laughs> our old episodes, guys. All right? I'm not going to... They're everywhere. They're I'm not going to take up more They're... space in mm-hmm. the cloud by uploading the same episode again i mean if you want to listen to our old episodes go back and listen to them 
But if we don't have something meaningful to say or talk about... Or time to try we're just, to put together Yeah, we're notes. just not going to record an episode. We really want them to be special. We want you guys to enjoy it. We want it to be somewhat original. I mean, it, it, that's hard to be original in this day and age. I mean, I don't even know I how think, many watch podcasts so are out I there anymore. So I think since we started, there have been an exponential number. And there's some that I've seen pop up. There were up like just two last... that were recording regularly Correct. when we started. And I think now there's like five or six at least that are that are releasing on a oh, weekly I just, basis. I just found two new ones this week. Yeah, I mean it's that's like I said, if you want a podcast, hit record on the iPhone and start talking. <laughs> right? And then upload it somewhere. You can you can start your own podcast. But the bottom line is we know you guys are bombarded with stuff. I mean between all the different social media channels out there, you could easily figure out a way to spend 16 hours out of your waking day mm -hmm. on social media, whether you're watching videos or listening to podcasts or reading Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or whatever you're doing, right? So we really, and we've said this before, we really, really appreciate that you guys take the time to listen to our little mm -hmm. podunk show. It really means a lot to well, us and, and we want you guys to be part of it. And that's what's brought us to this point, right? Mm -hmm. And for our new listeners, we have quite a few recently during quarantine. This, this show was born out of regular conversation. I, I started as a collector at a very young age. I, I didn't, I, I tend to collect more vintage and interesting pieces that aren't a lot of money. Um, we do have some nicer high end pieces, but we're not in the, uh, Patek or, Audemars PK range at this time. So what we've done is taken what we talk about at home on the sofa or at dinner and said, gosh, we're sitting here talking about this topic for an hour. Why don't we, why don't we record? Because as a woman, three years ago, there were not, there wasn't Nothing. a lot of females in the industry. However, None. when we went to Couture Time at Las Vegas, which is the new part of the jewelry show, the watch segment, there were actually a lot of women in the marketing in the roles. Yeah, yes, working in the industry. Lot. Most Lots, of the people yeah. we met with were women. Oddly. But like a lot of them that we met with, they didn't like watches at all. No, <laughs> they, they didn't were just wear working watches, in the marketing department. But, right? um, but they did know a lot about them. Oris, they oh, knew they have a to. lot about they ha them. They have to know about their uh -huh. brand. But. And even when we walked into Chopard, they had a lot to say about the technical side of mm -hmm. their watches. That was a really good experience. But we talked about that in our old episodes. We're, we're so, very proud to be the first... The first watch podcast of any kind with a female. Married to a male host. That, yeah. I, I, there's plenty of guys that do podcasts, right? I'm just another dime a dozen guy doing a podcast. But you're the first female watch collector to have a podcast. And we're very, very proud of that. We are. You know, very proud of that. So, And we're average people. We're pretty um, average. Below, I'd say below average, but... Yeah, well, okay. Depends. Uh, maybe depends. maybe average. I We've got know. a diverse background. We came from Silicon Valley. We're now in the country, although you're still in the industry. But we're you're managing this giant property of rescue animals, so we've got a little bit of variety here and there. Well, yeah, and you mentioned that, and you I know you wanted me to mention this on on the intro that the industry that I work in, I've been busier than I've been in years because yes. of the industry. I Trust work me. In, right. We I enable, haven't seen him a lot, even yeah, though he we, lives here. <laughs> our technology enables most of this work from home stuff that everyone's having to do. So mm -hmm. I've been incredibly busy, which has been a blessing. I mean, it's been, it's been 15, 16, 17 hour days. I mean, crazy, you know, wake up and start dealing with stuff. So it's, it's been, it's been crazy 
very rewarding though, incredibly rewarding to be able to help people get through this. Uh, but that's another reason why we haven't recorded for a month. So I think we've said enough. We've babbled we on for like, probably wanna, 10 minutes. Let's get to anybody. the meat of this thing. So, All right, so without further ado. Yes, I would like to introduce our first Love and Our Listeners Spotlight guest. Her name is Lorraine. And why don't we go ahead and talk to Lorraine? All right, let's do it. Let's talk to Lorraine. So here we are today with Lorraine, our first listener guest. Hey, Lorraine. Hi there. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing well. Um, thank you for having me. I'm very honored to be your first um, Love and Our Listeners guest <laughs> and just very happy to be here with you, Perpetual Girl and Ranch Racer. Thank you. Really glad to have you. And I guess we could start a little bit about you. Um, you and I have actually known each other for a couple of years now, maybe even longer. Uh, I think it's been more than a couple of years. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> several but, years. Yeah, several several years. well, very, very uh, casually the first couple of years through we met through, uh, was it a goose rescue? I believe we happened yeah, to be on duty. Uh, the, the, the Woodland um, Goose Rescue in 2015. Wow. Okay, so is that the one that I went to as yes. well? Yes. Yeah. Where that big pond was empty, right? So we had to herd all the geese into the. Yes. Yeah, that, that yeah. Was that's cool. where uh, that's where my Gordy came from. He that's came from right. that rescue. And then, <clears throat> and then we didn't talk too much then. And then we did a second rescue in Vacaville. In Vacaville, yep. And that's the that one. That was uh, just a year later. <laughs> a, uh, wow. Time flies. And that's when you went to. I didn't go to that I, one. Yes, you did not go to that one. But Lorraine, you were there with your dad. And yes, I was. My, my One of my rescue geese, her mama came from there. So we're kind of connected in a few ways. Yeah, 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 several ways. Pretty cool. And w when I adopted my youngest goose from you, I was so happy about that. And we had so much fun that I gave you a watch. And I, you did. I might. I you might have started a very something. Special watch. Aww. And yeah, <laughs> you definitely got something started there. I don't know if it's for the good or the bad, but um, it's certainly been a lot of fun. And um, basically, she created a monster, is what you're saying. She cre yes, she created a monster. Yes, because <laughs> now I'm wanting to buy all these watches, and I spend time in the evenings uh, googling various watches <laughs> that I I want. And I've had the opportunity to view both of your um, watch collections. And, you know, there's definitely a couple of uh, brands um, that I have my eye on. And I would really like to have one of my own someday. But right now it's just not a um, financially um, I'm not able to do that right now. Right, so. <laughs> right. That's okay. That's okay. So... Yeah. Let's see here. Let's start with, why don't we have you do your wrist check? We'll do wrist checks and we'll oh, have yeah, you we start do first. Wrist checks. That's right. Oh yeah. Wrist check. So I had a tough time coming up with the watch I wanted to do my wrist check on, but I, I decided on a very special watch. It's a Seiko. Um, it's a Sarg 001 and it's, I don't think it's considered a true alpinist model, but they they kind of refer it to it as 
uh, alpinist inspired and it's a 40 millimeter um, case size and it has the stainless steel band and it's just beautiful and actually it was you perpetual girl who uh, sent me a screenshot of um, someone on, on Instagram that had it for sale and <gasps> it it's got a, a, yeah, it, it's got a cream dial <clears throat> and it's just a beautiful, beautiful watch. And I'm just so excited that I was able to get it. It is an automatic. It has a six R 15 movement in it and it's absolutely beautiful. And I really, it really enjoy it. <laughs> it is. I love that color dial. Yeah, I was looking for an alpinist anyway, and uh, when I saw that, I just knew, oh, I have to have it, I have to have it. <laughs> I think it was so a good choice. It. And uh, it, in fact, um, when I got it in the mail, it was, I mean, it was even more beautiful and even, in even better condition than the pictures. So very, very happy That's great. with the purchase. Well, we've seen it in person, and it looks <laughs> mm -hmm. brand new. Yeah, it really does. It's beautiful. So, that was a good yeah. that was a good choice. Yep. Good choice. Not something I really want to wear hiking cuz I, I like to wear a watch when I'm hiking, but uh, I'm I'm too afraid to wear it hiking cuz I just I don't want to scratch it or damage it and I'm notorious for scratching watches. <laughs> <laughs> and, and which you already know because <laughs> Because it has already replaced the crystal <laughs> on one of my watches. So <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, Ranch Racer is always happy to oblige if it's something he can do. So yep, yes. for sure. <laughs> you want to do your wrist check? Sure. I'm wearing the Mr. Jones uh, Sun and Moon, and this one is, is that your newest one? It's it's one of the well I I purchased the Mr. Jones COVID-19 donation oh, pieces. That's right. that's right. Okay, that's right. This one oh, I, cool. I, yeah, I got this, this one before that I saw it and I just, I kind of fell in love with it instantly. And it's, it's sun and moon and, uh, portraying time with the sun and moon concept is a, a really old, um, it's an old, I think it's 17th century method where after they started making large timepieces and clocks, they, tried to figure out how to do it, whether with the stars or, and this has a, a sun, it's a half disc where the sun starts at the very left, which is 6am. And then it goes up to noon at the top. And then by the time the sun gets down to normally the three o'clock position, it's 6pm. So along the way, it has some animals and trees and light and dark areas where it kind of shows what comes out at night because it's got a whole uh, nighttime disc as well where the moon comes across. So being on a ranch or doing a lot in nature, this I think this watch really suits our lifestyles because I know that when that sun's getting close down to not being in view anymore, I better get outside and put everybody away. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. That's it's really it's cool. neat. It's neat. It's not... It is a cool way to represent, and this is yeah. not this is not a moon phase, folks. No, different, right? This, this is, is different. Sun, sun and moon. moon. Sun uh, and like moon. I, I've got an Orient that's similar, right? It, it's like a, it's an AM/PM indicator, basically. Uh -huh. But the way Mr. Jones does it is just so. It's cool. more detailed, and like right now, it's three o'clock. So they're at at the noon position. It's got a couple of horses, which means normally we're heading out around oh, three, three, three four o'clock. So 
to go feed, to go feed. our horses. See, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it's perfect. it's it's actually relevant to me. It doesn't have loom on the nighttime though, as far as I know. I haven't seen any loom, so I don't wear this at night. But yeah, I don't think so. During the day, I'm awake, and I I really like the watch. It's, it's a cool. lot of fun. I dig it. Yeah, it's it's got a brush. The Mister hmm? go ahead. The Mister Jones watches are really cool. I like them. They are. They they're so really clever. Really clever. A lot of art in it. Um, yeah. Very unusual, unique stuff. So they're they're a they're a friend of the podcast, and we love their we love their watches. So yep. Yeah. That's my wrist check. Maybe I'll have one myself someday. Oh, do you, <laughs> yeah. Maybe it'll, one will be on your list. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my All turn. Right, All right. I'm wearing a watch that I actually bought for myself like a year ago and wore it for the first time about a week ago. Which Oh, wow. So, yeah, it, <laughs> let me explain. It's a, little, it's a little odd. So I bought this watch when it came out last year. It's the Bulova Accutron. So it's a recreation of their really cool kind of sci-fi 1970s digital. It's a big square. Digital watch where you read the time at an angle. It's, all, you know, digitally and stuff. And and if you look at it from the top, yeah, it's just a big kind of silver rectangle. So I bought this for myself brand new. Um, got it home. And PG, I mean, I think it was almost like before I could get the box out of the bag, you had taken it for me, <laughs> resized it for your own wrist. And I never saw it again. It became your nighttime watch. Um, which I was cool with, but then I don't know, a couple weeks ago, all of a sudden my Submariner, I'm like, where's my Submariner? It was gone. And PG stole it. PG (laughs) has stolen the Submariner and put it on her new pink rubber (laughs) straps. Um, the Cincy strap. Yeah. And so that, the, the Submariner was my, that's like my night watch. It's the best, it's got the best loom of any watch I own. Goes to bed with me every, every night I charge it up. It lasts all night. So I'm like, well, I need another, I need a night watch. So I'm going to steal my Accutron back. So that's what I did. So I Yours. found the links, <laughs> stole my Accutron back, got it sized. And I have to admit, it is a really cool watch. It looks nice on you. And it's not one I'd wear during the day because I'm used to just flipping my wrist over and looking at the time. With this, there's the added step of reaching of over and it. pressing the button with your other hand. So it's probably not one I'd wear during the day, but at night it's fantastic. Cause I can be totally out of it halfway asleep, you know, open one eye, press the button and I can see the time. So without glasses, without glasses, it's, nice. it's very easy to read. So that's, uh, it's also got the day and the date, which in quarantine is good to know because it's like groundhog day. Yeah. You just push the button in succession <laughs> every day. Yeah. So you get your time AM or PM and then you get your seconds counting down. Then you get your, your day and date. And then your day of the week, and then your second time zone, and and then full circle back to the time. So definitely a cool, fun piece, and uh, it's been keeping me uh, abreast of the time at night since my submariner's mm-hmm. missing. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's my I have a feeling <laughs> someone knows where that is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and it will be getting stolen back. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Well, let's get back to Lorraine, and let's talk about your collection a little bit. Okay. Um, actually got all my watches together this morning. I, I took a picture of them because I didn't even really know how many I had. Uh, I have 
12. Actually, I have 13. Um, but number 13, my newest purchase, um, I purchased the uh, Traska Summiteer. Ah. Which is a really, really cool watch. Um, it's uh, I got the sage green dial and the orange second hand, which really, really pops. Oh, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> nice got combo. A beautiful stainless steel bracelet, um, very similar to the Traska Freediver, which I also have. Mm-hmm. Uh, We're twins but on that. <laughs> Which, We're I'm twins. sorry, what? We both have the Traska Freediver. Yes, we do. Yeah. Twinsies. Yes, I, I have to say I copied you. I That's saw okay. that. That's okay. Like, oh, I don't mind. I like it. <laughs> Mine has a small difference, though. It does have the date, yes. which is really cool. Uh, a little bit. Uh, it was a revised, I guess, revised edition. Uh-huh. Or, uh-huh. Um, has a little <laughs> bit different hands, too, I think. Oh, it does, yeah. It's slightly different. They Mark, went from oh, the leaf hands to the... Yeah, the petal To the, the straight, to the arrow hands. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. okay. I didn't. I didn't remember that. Um, be Which, cool to look at. I, I actually kind of like. <laughs> I kind of like it better anyway. But you like the arrow? Yeah, but that might just be because I always thought the leaf was uh, more feminine, feminine. than mm-hmm. masculine. But um, uh, so yeah, I, I like the new hand. So I have the gray dial of that same watch, but it's the original, so it's got the leaves, uh-huh. but no yeah. date. And I love the date. I like having the date on the watch. So that's very. I cool. do too. Because uh, I can never remember. <laughs> and I have mm-hmm. to like, refer to the date That's, all the time. You're not alone. Especially these days. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in fact, I, I kind of hesitated for a while when I, you know, when I, I guess before I ordered the Summiteer, because, you know, the Summiteer does not have a date. Um, but I just, I just, I loved the watch. And I thought this is going to be the perfect hiking watch. Um, so, <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, really looking forward to wearing it. I had to send it back because the crown was too long on it, and uh, it just really stuck out funny. So uh, John over at Traska was, like, totally awesome. I just sent him a message on Instagram, and um, we messaged a few minutes and sent me a return label to return the watch, wow. which I did last week. And Excellent. he's sending me out uh, a a replacement. So that's great. Uh, really, really good service, really fast service. Um, I'm very happy. <laughs> you know, that's a big deal when it comes to the micro brands. Cause that's not always the case, right? Cause usually it's, you know, like John, it's one guy or gal that's doing everything from handling the production to the billing, to the shipping and everything. And it's, it can be hard for them on the customer service side. So I'm really glad to hear. Yeah. I've had some good interactions with John as well over the the last couple of years. So I'm really glad to hear that it was a, yeah. a fast turnaround. Now your Summiteer, does that also have the anti-scratch on the stainless finish? It does. It oh, does. that's great. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's the, I think it's the exact same uh, stainless steel band, but yeah, it has the scratch resistant coating too, which is, um, th- which is great. I mean, the, the Traska free driver is, is definitely one of my favorite watches. I wear it quite a bit when I'm outside doing chores, um, taking care of animals. Uh, <clears throat> I do run, I run a waterfowl rescue. Uh, we rescue domestic ducks and geese and it's called Pacific Waterfowl Rescue. And if any of the 11 Watches listeners would like to follow <laughs> us on Instagram, uh, we are on Instagram. We're also on Facebook. Great. And, um, you had mentioned beeps earlier, mm-hmm. and um, 
who's I know her official name is is Pearl, um, which Ranch Racer. Um, I love the nickname that Ranch Racer gave her uh, Pearl Squirrel. It just cracks me up because <laughs> she she has all. Does she still play with the little stuffed squirrel? No, she doesn't. She's outside full time now, so we don't have the squirrel out there with her for safety reasons if we put it out there like the other geese would just destroy it (laughs) (laughs) there wouldn't be much left of it it. yeah they they would chew it up oh yeah um but she didn't play with it as a baby (laughs) yeah she lived in when she lived inside for a few months she did play with it and it was pretty darn funny it was her squirrel it was her and i i could not have have handpicked a better mom and dad for or Pearl for for beeps. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know why. I, I think because she you know she was she was just always beeping at me and and peeping and squeaking and I just started calling her beeps and uh, I haven't stopped calling her beeps. So Us she too. just had Us her too. second birthday uh-huh. uh, a few weeks ago yep. and uh, I am just um, so so happy that the two of you have her because I love her dearly. And she still, she still does that. I mean, it's not a beep anymore because she's got her adult voice, but I mean, she's, she's constantly talking to herself. I mean, the other geese are pretty quiet, but she'll, she's eating and talking to her food or she's, I mean, it's just, it's, there's always a noise coming out of that goose. It's hilarious. And she still sits on my lap. I had her on my lap yesterday. So, yeah. So I have, um, I wanted to tell this story. Um, you know, I got, I really got into watches and, um, you know, with talking to you, Perpetual Girl, and uh, listening to the podcast and just got really, really excited. I love jewelry. I've always loved jewelry and especially bracelets. And so I've had watches in the past um, because working as an ER nurse, um, I always had a watch on my wrist and always enjoyed wearing a watch because it's kind of like wearing a bracelet, but never really kind of got into watches as a hobby until a couple of years ago. So I like to get on Facebook Marketplace and I'll I'll search for watches that I'm interested in. Mm. And it just happens that um, something popped up in a local um, Tehachapi group. I live in Tehachapi, California. We're in a, a little mountain community uh, just east of Bakersfield. Mm-hmm. And uh, I found this uh, woman was selling this Tourneau Safari <clears throat> watch. And this watch kind of has a history. Anyway, it she was selling it for only $25. And I thought, wow, I that's, remember. That's, that's... <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I told her I was interested and, um, you know, went to her house to pick it up. And lo and behold, this watch was brand new, never been worn. Uh, oh. The battery no longer worked, but she had received it as a gift from the Ellen show uh, over 10 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Um, it's a really, really nice neat pedigree. <laughs> yeah. She, um, her and her husband were moving out of state. And so just, you know, cleaning things out and she had come across this watch and the watch still had all of the plastic covering on it. It had the little, um, the little tag, you know, that has the thread and, you know, is attached to the watch. And, uh, 
I mean, absolutely perfect. And I almost felt guilty giving her only $25 for it because oh. it's worth so much more. Um, it, it's just beautiful. And I still need to send it in to Tourneau to get a battery. I'm actually holding the watch right now and um, I'm going to make it a priority this week to package it up, send it to a Tourneau and get the battery replaced. It's, yeah, don't do that. Uh, Just bring it down here next time you come. I can have oh, that really? battery replaced for you in five minutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't don't. That'll cost you a lot of money to do that. Don't do that. Oh, will it? Okay. Yeah, I don't think yeah. they're set up for that kind of thing. With they the are, but they're going to charge you a premium. I mean, I mean, anyone could, any like jeweler could replace the battery, but you come down here frequently enough. Just bring it next time, and I'll just pop a new one in there for you. Okay. Totally. It's got like Shipping little it. tiny screws. It's got these little bitty screws mm-hmm. on the back. There's four screws. Mm-hmm. Um, I had thought about trying to do it myself, but. Uh, Jade, my husband, doesn't even have a screwdriver that small, so. Yeah, you need the I've got you need the uh, little jeweler's screwdrivers, which I have here. So that's We've got all yeah, that. we can totally do that for you. R- risking okay. risking sending it, you know, far in the mails, you know, you you don't want to have something break. Yeah, and it's just it's just going to end up costing you more than than it should to replace a battery with your so. shipping cost and all that yeah and... yeah no just totally yeah. just bring it here that is okay. such, it's such a cool watch oh can you it's describe one of my it favorites for us? in your collection yeah it's really really special uh, tell us what it looks like yeah it's um it's got a mother of pearl dial which is just gorgeous and then the numbers on it are different sizes like um the 11 and the 1 and the 5, 6, and 7, they're like a, a larger number than the 8 and the 9 and the 3 and the 4. So um, they're just kind of, the the numbers on the dial, just they, I, I think they really pop. And there's also a, a date window at the very, very top. Mm-hmm. I see that. And it's yeah. a three-date wide window, so which I it's kind of cool. So it shows you three different days in there, and the one in the center is the actual date, which is really gives you neat. reference. Is that what that is? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, I wondered, I had yeah. wondered about that. I'm like, why does it show, you know, it, like, I mean, right now it shows 27 and then a, the dot and then a 25. And I thought, well, maybe it's just because the battery's not working and it's just kind of set, kind of wonky. So I didn't realize <laughs> it was supposed to show three. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, the, it is neat. So yeah, it's showing the 26th right now. And I, I do, the, the, the indices are so cool with those numbers, Beautiful. all the different, all, and they're, it looks like they're polished, right? Those are polished stainless. Applied. They look um, like they're applied, applied indices. Yeah. yeah. Just really, really neat. Yeah, it's beautiful. It, it's really pretty. I believe it's a 30, uh, 34 millimeter. Mm. So um, it's, a, good it's a nice size for um, a female wrist. My wrist is uh, six, I think it's six and a quarter. I think you're the same exact size right? as me. Yeah, yeah six, six and a quarter. Yeah, yep. yeah, I think we have the same same size. And then I apologize that the band on it is, I, I believe it's a Jubilee. It's band, a five, it's a a five steel band. I think it's a five link. Well, yeah, it's a, a um, it's a five. It's similar. It's kind of similar to a Jubilee, um, but I'd almost call it a five link mm-hmm. H pattern, right? Because if you look at it, it looks like little miniature H's that kind of run down the center, it right? It is. That mm-hmm. is correct. Yeah. Yes. So it's like it's kind of that's what I would probably refer to it as or an kind H of pattern. A, almost an oyster. The way those center yep. links have the yep similar. And the chapter ring is white. It's pretty. Terminology, correct watch terminology. I probably oh, that's okay. should. But... No, you know a lot. <laughs> You've learned so much. 
Yeah, no, it's a beautiful uh, but, piece. Yeah, it's 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 really really pretty. Well, and you know, so, Ellen DeGeneres is a big, big, big watch collector, and she collects Rolex. Yes, and, she is. She has. So I yeah. wonder what the I wonder what the details were on this giveaway. Because doesn't she normally I give know, everybody I something, know. or is uh, that is that a different show? She gives everyone the same. Well, it's kind of like doesn't Oprah, Oprah do that too? They give away. It's been stuff so long since we've watched television. <laughs> <laughs> The, um, <laughs> I've got the like the watch warranty and this little instruction book that you know came in the box and it says on it um, December 2006 Tourneau timepieces and then there's wow. a, a watch model number as well as an item number uh, but gosh for 2006 I mean it's it looked like it, I mean it is brand new it's just yeah, been sitting absolutely. in the box for so many years yeah. <laughs> yeah and the hands are pretty too it's yeah, it's, it's a, a really nice cool piece. looking piece. So you mentioned, we'll get to some to some of your other watches, but you mentioned something. You said that it was a, a really good size for the female wrist. So uh-huh. I want to ask you, what what is it like being a female collector? Is it is it frustrating? Are you frustrated a lot of the time that you can't find things that are the right size? Do you, do you like the more blingy stuff that's marketed to women? What is it like to be a female collector in this day and age? I know it's a big question. It's like, it, it is a big <laughs> question. Um, <laughs> you know, the thing that frustrates me is, um, to me, watches are really no different than, um, like, automobiles. Um, you know, automobile bills, you don't see them, you don't, when you go out to shop for a new car, you don't look for a men's wa- a men's car or a woman's car same thing with watches why do we have men's watches and women's watches um you know you you like what you like and um granted i think there's definitely size differences but that doesn't necessarily mean uh, a woman can't wear a 45 millimeter uh, case size if that's what she likes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I have found that I think my 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 preferred or my favorite case size for my wrist is 38. I really really like the 38 millimeter. That just I like the look of it. I can see the watch well. Uh, I like you know the comfort of it. 38 just really works for me. Uh, I have several 40s also. I've got this 34, and then I even have a little bitty. Um, wanger swiss army watch that was my nursing watch for several years and i'd probably have to measure it but it's 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 much smaller it's probably maybe 29 29 or 30 yeah yeah probably what did you what did you say the torneo was a 34 oh maybe it's a 31 so it's probably like a yeah 30 or 31 31. i'd imagine just looking at the picture Wing. That's yeah. interesting that you had a that you wore that when you were actively doing your nursing because I have noticed that's a really popular brand for nurses. Yes. Did you know? Did you it realize is. that? That and marathon. Yeah, yeah. Swiss Army. Yeah, kind of the Swiss Army. Um, Victor Knox and Wenger are definitely popular brands, at least in the emergency room where I worked, because I knew several people that had the Swiss Army watches so is there a reason for that it just because they're rugged or what was do you know what the reason was i i don't know the reason um maybe because they're just kind of that um 
kind of maybe tool watch style. And of course, in healthcare, it's very important to have a watch with a second hand because we're always, you know, checking pulses mm -hmm. and, um, you know, listening with a stethoscope, listening to someone's um, heart rate and counting. Um, I always counted for a full 30 seconds and then multiplied by two to get, you know, the, the heart rate. <clears throat> so, yeah. I'm that's, just that's guessing maybe because it's kind of a tool watch type style, which actually is kind of, I think, my favorite kind of style of watch. I really, really like the, the tool watch style, field watch. Field watch. Uh, just because mm -hmm. it, yeah, just because it, it fits kind of my, like my personality because I'm outdoorsy and like to, to hike and be outside. And I just, I just, I like the field watch style. There's definitely, so. when you look at your whole collection all at one time, there is, there are a lot of similarities, but you do have a uh -huh. good, you do have a good range. Like you've got, you've got like your Undone and your, your Hampton, which are of a more, they're more, more basic tool watch, but then you've got your Citizen Eco Drive, which is a little more feminine, but it's still got a pretty decent yeah. size case diameter. That looks like a 36 or 38. It's a 36. Okay. Um, yeah, the Citizen is a, a 36, and uh, I got that at Costco. I uh, just was, you know, looking in, in the, the jewelry cases, which I always enjoy doing. <laughs> and I saw this Citizen just kind of pop out at me, and it doesn't have any number in numbered indices. It, well, it has one. It has the 12, and, like, it's really large at the top. And uh, then it's got, you know, you have the the hour and the minute and it's got a, a second hand, but uh, really it just, I don't know, for some reason it just spoke to me. And so I'm walking around Costco and I'm thinking, no, I'm not going to spend the money on it. You know, and I went back and I looked at it and I tried it on and it's like, then I had the guy put it away and like walking around. No, no, I really don't need to spend the money on that this time. And then I went back a third time and found the guy and says, um, can I have that watch? I really want to buy it. Yeah, <laughs> of course you do. I'm sure that's a familiar story. Of course you do. Like I think I texted you perpetual girl. Yes. Yes. You right after said, look at this watch. Well, and, and the neat thing about it is it's, um, I like that it has the stick indices, but just the 12, but it also yeah. has, uh, it's all stainless with a, is it a white mother of pearl or is it a white, a silver dial? Uh, white. 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 And then the, yeah. the crown and the hands are yellow gold. And I think uh -huh. th I yes, think the indices are. are gold too, aren't they? Yellow gold? Yeah, they are. It's uh, beautiful. They, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So it's got a little bit of two-tone, but the band is all solid stainless. So it's it's a really pretty, pretty watch. Yeah. And I often wear that one uh, when I go to work, when I have to go into the office. Ah. Most of the time I work from home, but sometimes I do travel and I have to go into the office. And um, many times I choose the Citizen because it's just, it's very clean. It's professional. Mm -hmm. um, very, very, very nice. It is. And you have, yeah. I see you also have the Rite of Passage, the gold Seiko from the 1980s. <laughs> I have I have one too. <laughs> yeah, high school graduation. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's funny that you you got one too for for high school graduation. But yeah, I got that watch um, from my parents as a high school graduation 
present in the 80s. <laughs> so um, I like that yours is two tone. It's a tiny little thing. Um, that one, the battery doesn't work either. It's a it's a quartz Seiko quartz. But you know, I'll always cherish that little watch. I mean, I may never ever wear it again, but I think it's cute. You know, it still means a lot to me. Yeah. And it has sentimental value, and uh, I think it was. It must have been common in the 80s for people to give high school graduates watches. I think so. And then I know yeah. it's a tradition that kind of continues today, too. Right, right. And I think at the time, that trend for us, for like our parents, like what they're, you know, what they were able to afford, I think that was a, a really popular watch for women graduating. Yep. Well, but, and Quartz was, I mean, 70s was quartz the was whole hot. Quartz yeah. re revolution, excuse me. So yeah, everyone was getting Quartz watches in the 70s and 80s when they graduated, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I think this is a really pretty watch. I know it's tiny, but with the two-tone band, the yellow and stainless, I think, it's, I think it is beautiful. It looks like a beautiful bracelet. I would still wear it. Oh, yeah, it is a beautiful bracelet. Uh, and, and, you know, I should probably wear it. It'd be a, a pretty watch to wear into the office. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With a little yeah. silver bracelet with it, an extra. Mm -hmm. So bring it along with you next time you come up, if you bring me another goose and bring that <laughs> yeah. torno. And you don't, we'll get you it don't have to bring another goose, by the way. You can just bring the watches. <laughs> you know, you know, I've got I've to pay you back somehow, right? There's so always room for... create a watch battery for a goose. A rescue no, goose. No. <laughs> There's always room for one more. Oh, God. And you're like, is that watches right? or geese? Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. There's always room for more watches. I can agree with that. There's always room for one more. Uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. Let me look at my list here. So. Oh, I like question eight. That's yeah. that's when we have to ask every okay. everyone that we have on the show. Okay. Another yep. question is, do you have, <laughs> are you ready? Do you have a yep. grail watch? A, a watch. A one, watch. Like I know. if you could have one watch. What would it be? Oh. Maybe she doesn't have one. <laughs> oh, gosh. The that Grail. Hard card question. You know what? I think if I really, if I really had to choose just one, but this could change, like you know, next week too. Mm -hmm. But it would probably be the Rolex Air, uh, Rolex Air King. Mm. I love the Rolex. Like the contemporary one with the yellow and yeah. the green. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a, I, I think it's a great yeah. watch. I, I, I like it It's a it fantastic too. watch. And I, for whatever reason, it doesn't get like the, doesn't get the press or the notoriety, like things like the Submariner and the Daytona and all those get, but I think it's one of their best looking, that and the Milgauss are both just yeah, it awesome doesn't, pieces. It doesn't seem to, yeah, it doesn't, definitely does not seem to be as popular as I mean, of course, the sub and the oyster perpetuals uh, are probably not even as popular as the the date just, but it's just it's it's a cool looking watch and it's just very simple and uh, very you know kind of everyday usable. <laughs> it's a tool watch. It totally yeah, fits it your personality it and it fits the yeah. type of style that you that the rugged tends to kind of go through your collection. You know that yeah. That yeah. good for hiking or good for anything, right? Just a good rugged tool watch. Yeah, but I think I would be afraid to take it hiking. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, if I spent, you know, if I spent that kind of money to to purchase one, I I don't know if I'd have the courage to take it hiking or you know wear it when I'm out doing chores. <laughs> I don't yeah. blame you. Yeah, we, we're the same way. You. We're the same way. Sometimes I'll start out and I'll I'll have one on like a, a more expensive watch, and then I end up changing it. 
just because yeah. it's like, oh, I got pretty close to banging it against this barn door here and I should really be more careful. So yeah, <laughs> I think a lot of people change their watches during the day. I think, that, I think I that's do. common. Because uh, a lot of times, I'll, you know, when I'm working um, during the day at home, because I work remotely, uh, I enjoy, you know, wearing uh, something you know, one of the nice, my nicer watchers, like, you know, the Seiko that I'm wearing today. Um, but I don't want to wear that outside when I have to go outside to take care of the birds. So I'll switch to the Seiko 5 or the Traska Free Driver um, or the, the Undone Base Camp. Ah, that's a neat looking watch. And, uh, you know, those are all waterproof and, uh, you know, I do get them scratched up, unfortunately. The Undone Base Camp uh have you seen that one? Oh yes i i like it that was the one that you thought it's, you lost isn't it and then you yeah, found that's it the one i thought i lost and i found it yeah <laughs> i was so happy I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it has um it has a domed crystal which is really cool it's kind of like that vintage look yeah yep. and the colors on it just really really pop and <clears throat> you did a good job picking out that combination yeah but the the um the crystal, but it's not a I don't, it's crystal. It's made out of uh, Lexan. Okay. And it does scratch, and it does, unfortunately, have several scratches in it. They're not, like, really bad, like, super deep or anything. Um, and, you know, the scratches are kind of more noticeable if I hold it in a certain way in the sunlight. But uh, You can get I, some – what's that stuff I just bought? You bought poly, a crystal. It's called crystal. poly – scratch or something that's i think it's the stuff everybody can use uses, right? to buff those out a lot of people will also just use regular old toothpaste just regular old toothpaste really? with a little bit of the grit in it and you just take that on a on a soft cloth and you just you know kind of Carefully. rub it in and circular around it and that'll also buff out the scratches oh wow i'll have yep. to try that that's the one neat thing about the about the plexi crystals is that you can kind of restore them like with a sapphire or a, especially with just a basic glass crystal you know if you scratch that it's you're not going to get it out but the plexiglass ones you can actually okay. you can actually buff a lot of those out so well, I'll I, definitely try that I'll get you the name of the product that Ranch Racer I think just it's Polywatch yeah. I think it's Polywatch I just bought some but okay and, and I do have to say that my Traska Freediver with the coating I wear uh-huh. that I wear that watch a lot around here. It's probably one of the top five, three or five watches I wear all the time. And I was looking at it this morning after we talked, and I can't see a single scratch on it, even on the mm-hmm. clasp. It looks brand new. Yeah, you know, mine too. And surprisingly, I have not scratched that one either. Yeah, so. I think it's it's doing its job. That coating. Yeah, it, it, it's really a hardy, hardy watch. <laughs> yep. Well, and it's a neat, you know, because previously, if you wanted a watch that had some kind of a proprietary hardening process done to the stainless, you know, you're looking at Zinn or some of the other higher end. Yeah, I mean, Zins, you're not going to get that for under a thousand or two thousand dollars. So it was really neat. I thought it was really cool that Traska included that as an option on their watches. I think it's a really neat thing. Oh, for sure. For sure. I really like it. And I have to say the Undone, I never thought I'd say this, but I think it's one of my favorites in your collection. <laughs> and it's not a brand that we've, we we haven't really talked much about that brand on the show. We don't own any of them, but it really is a neat, it's a neat thing where you go on and basically design your watch, right? You pick they your hands everything. and your 
bezel and your case and your dial and all the colors and even snoopy right you make your watch and then you can get you know custom engraving on it and all kinds of stuff but it's i think they're really cool and it's got a seiko i think it's got a seiko movement right it does have a seiko movement Mm. um and i apologize i can't i can't recall Mm. the um the watch movement number, but it is it is a Seiko. Would it yeah, be an NH35? Yeah, maybe? it's probably the NH35. Like yeah. in the, all yep. the other micro brands use them. Yeah, it's very very popular. I think it probably is. Yeah, yeah. it's very popular with the micro brands because it's yeah. affordable. It works great. It's it lasts forever, and you can get them. You know. Yeah, and it has the the open case back, which I really really like. I really enjoy seeing. I don't know why, but I just I, do too. I prefer the open case back because I just enjoy seeing it. Even though, you know, the watch is on my wrist and I can't like look at it, but I just I like the open case back. It's I really do too, cool. and I think it's something that for new collectors, it's so fascinating that I think oh, it bring, sure. I think it brings people in, and that's what's fun about it. It doesn't have to be a two thousand dollar watch. It can be a, you know, a affordable entry-level Seiko yep. or yeah. anything. And uh, the Undone Basecamp is is definitely my, my hiker's watch. I I saw that, and it really spoke to me. I really liked it, and I thought, that is the perfect watch to wear on my summer backpacking trip with my daughter. So uh, I ordered it. It came, like, super, super fast. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was really impressed because it comes uh, came straight from Hong Kong. And uh, took it on my hiking trip with my daughter last um, last summer in the Eastern Sierra, and it was perfect. Really enjoyed wearing it. <laughs> well, and your your hiking trips are not like my nature walks. You you normally pack in what ten miles, fifteen miles to a site with a backpack. Well, yeah, we we, we usually do some kind of like loop. Um, uh, two summers ago, we did the Ray Lakes loop. Um, we started on the western side of the Sierra and did the, it's a 40-mile loop. And we did that in four oh days. Gosh. We're rolling our eyes. <laughs> which, um, wow. for this um, elderly mom. <laughs> oh, was, stop. Was um, definitely uh, a bit much. I think if we had done it in five days, I would have enjoyed it a lot more. <laughs> oh dear wow uh, not to say that i did not enjoy it because i i did enjoy the trip very much but my knees were just killing me my knees and you know my feet were just really tired and i'm out of shape i'm not in the, the hiking shape that i was when i lived in you know in mammoth mm. lakes i mm-hmm. uh, lived there for several years and i was you know probably in the best shape of my life um physically uh so but I, I still enjoy hiking, and I still have quite a bit of endurance, even though I'm out of shape physically. <laughs> well, you sound like you're in pretty darn good shape yeah, to me. I'd be lucky to finish that hike in ten days. <laughs> I would. I would barely be able to do two hours. <laughs> well, I might be able to do two hours. It would have to. It'd have to depend on my old horsey hip injury, but. I did used to hike when I was in my 30s. That was fun. We'd do like five or 10 yeah. mile hikes. But you you really do use your watches for, you know, your tool watches are used in a ser- pretty serious environment and at altitude because I know that you hike up probably like Mammoth is up 10,000 feet. And I think where you're at was, is it like six or 7,000? So I remember you were wondering how. Uh, where, where I live right now, yeah, we're at 4,000 feet 
And then uh, Mammoth is 8,000 feet. Okay. And then uh, my husband and I have a cabin, which is north of Mammoth Lakes. And our cabin is at 9,500 feet. So. Wow. <laughs> yes. So uh, speaking of your husband. <laughs> this is another question on our I list. have to ask this. <laughs> and this is especially pertinent for you as our guest because... You guys are friends. We do see you from time to time, although we're all locked down right now, but we'll be seeing you again. I'm curious what he thinks about this hobby and if he completely blames us and hates us and because mad of at me. it. <laughs> is he mad at me? No, no. He does not blame you. He does not hate you. Um, I wish he I wish he understood it a little more. I wish he, you know, would enjoy the hobby and kind of take it up himself, but he doesn't like uh, he's, he doesn't like any kind of jewelry. He just, he's not comfortable wearing jewelry. He, he did wear a watch when, uh, he was, when he was working, uh, his background is a, uh, fireman and paramedic. And so when he was working full time before he retired, he, he did wear a watch, but he said that as soon as he was off work, the watch came off. So mm. Uh, but he does, he does kind of roll his eyes when I talk about watches or, you know, <laughs> I, if, you know, I said, Oh, I've, you know, get, I just bought this new watch and, uh, you know, he just, he just rolls his eyes because <laughs> he doesn't fully understand, <laughs> hmm. but he does know that I'm a jewelry nut and I really right. like my favorite kind of form of jewelry is a bracelet. And so in my mind, a watch is just another bracelet, right? It's a fancy bracelet. <laughs> yes. And it provides some good, uh complications to keep you informed of the time of day and yes yes some some of them have alarms yes I agree (laughs) I agree well I find I don't have I don't like to have to pick up my phone out of a wallet or a not a wallet I meant a pocket and try to figure out what time it is so for me having the watch is I think it's easier it's faster oh for sure and then I'm not looking at my phone and seeing who's texting me but um yeah yeah, well, perhaps you can gift him a watch. And uh, is that what, uh, Rand Tracer, you're looking at right now? Uh, I am. I think, <laughs> Lorraine, we can help you out. I think we can help you out. I've, I've got some ideas for you. I think we can okay, help you out. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll look forward to hearing those ideas. Yeah, no, for sure. And actually knowing that he was a firefighter, that, uh, yeah, well, we'll get you dialed. Don't worry. We'll suck him in. All right. We'll okay, cool. And then we'll do a follow-up yeah. segment to see... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If that happens, we'll do one. That's yeah. funny. No, we'll, we'll, we'll help you out for sure. Yep, definitely. Awesome. It's a challenge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I have more questions, but we've already gone over all of them because you do have some vintage pieces in your collection. That was one question. And then I guess the final question I have is what's the next watch that you have your eye on? Like something that's attainable for you right now that you're you're thinking about or is on your your next uh, yeah, around the corner. Um, you and I kind of discussed um, a little bit uh, about this last week where <clears throat> it's kind of time for me to, um, to get a, a really, really nice piece. And uh, of course, I would love to go for the Rolex, but that's just not in my budget right now. So I actually have three watches that I'm looking at and um, one of them is the uh, Monta Atlas. Oh, that's a nice one. 
That's it's a nice one. so so cool, and it's it's a tool watch, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a thirty it's a thirty eight and a half millimeter, which is is my preferred size. So, um, that's uh, that's a, a real possibility. And then I have wanted a Hamilton for a long, long mm. time. And I really like the Hamilton Fields. Um, they also come in a 38 millimeter. But the uh, the one I have my eye on is, is a mechanical. And I really would like an automatic. And I haven't really found a Hamilton automatic kind of tool watch that uh, they're, they're the larger sizes. Right. So right. They've got a really cool um, day date auto, but it's 42 millimeter, and I just don't. I don't. I think it it would be too big for my wrist. I just don't think I would. For, you know, my own taste. I just don't think I would like it on my wrist. But it's a beautiful watch. <laughs> yeah, there and are. And then I love the zodiacs. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. What were you yeah. gonna say? Oh no, Gigi? I was. I didn't want to interrupt, but I. I I, I do like the Hamiltons also, and some of the ones that have the full day on top, like, are they the, they're not the real, um, what are they called? Oh, yeah. We saw, we looked at them at Macy's, oh. but they were so big. Well, they were part of the Jazzmaster yeah. collection. Yeah, but they yeah. had those, those wire looking lugs, like the old, yeah. old vintage style, yeah. like the older watches. Mm -hmm. And I really liked it, but they were just so huge. I think it was 42 or, mm -hmm. but yeah, no, you're, you're like me. I, I, uh, yeah. I, I like that style, but it was just too big. So, yeah. so which I Zodiac? 40, I, think. Um, I really like the um, the Super Sea Wolf compressions, um, and they're a 40 millimeter, and they come in all kinds of like different um, colors. They do. Dial colors and bezel colors, and they're just, mm, they're, they're, they're beautiful. Cool looking, and uh, the Zodiac and the Monta, they're both, um, about the same price range, um, around 50, I think 1500 to 1800. The Hamilton fields are a little less expensive, but, um, I think out of all three, I'm probably leaning more towards the Monta Atlas because mm. that's just super cool. <laughs> it is. It's a really, really good looking mm -hmm. piece. Yeah. <laughs> and the GMT function is neat. It's a neat, neat thing to have. Yeah, yeah, the GMT, I think I'll, I'll enjoy that. I think I'll definitely enjoy that. And that's cool. that's a much different looking watch than the Zodiac. Like the Zodiac, I think of Diver. Especially... Yeah, the Zodiac's more of a Diver. And then um, the one I see a lot on Instagram is the that greenish aqua bezel with the orange chapter ring. Uh-huh, I yes. see that one a lot. I love it. That's I didn't think so orange pretty. and green would look that oh, good together. Oh, the Zodiac with the silver dial? This one, yeah. That yeah, one? the watermelon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, the colors just pop. I love yeah. that just one. Pop. Uh huh. And and I I love that about some of these watches where they they blend the colors and the colors just kind of like pop off your wrist. <laughs> and, yeah. and it works. And and I'm seeing a lot of men loving pastels now, which for a while there, maybe when we started the show, we were talking about pastels, but now they're pretty popular. I'd wear that in a heartbeat. Yeah. I love that. When that watermelon first came out, I mean, when they first announced it, I'm like that, I could, I could see Beautiful. myself wearing that. It's yeah. a neat one. But then that Atlas, that is going to be, uh, that will go with everything. You it's, won't have to. Yeah. It's tough to go like wrong a, with Monta. That's almost like a one watch watch mm -hmm. collection watch. Yeah. And I think, um, it comes in different dial colors and I think, uh, well, there's a, there's a gray. I like the gray, but I also like the blue and I don't have a blue dial watch. So it's a neat blue too. It's kind of a mm -hmm. darker, like a Tudor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really pretty. Yeah. 
the, all the oh, different I'd like straps. to have a Black Bay someday, too. <laughs> I love the Black Bay. I love the Black Bay. That's one of my... Oh. That's, yeah, uh, I could, like, add to the list. I could just I... keep writing down. <laughs> and, and, you know, the newer... I love my Explorer, my vintage, but I'm a little worried about getting that wet just because of its age. It's, oh, yeah. It's, it's 20... I think it's as old as my oldest I think it's goose. a 97, isn't it? Yeah, it's... It's not new, and yeah, it's... that's one thing about buying a new watch is that you know you can trust that waterproof certification. So, yeah, but um, yeah, the Black Bay, the Monta, I mean, the that blue any dial of those, is awesome. Yeah, I love beautiful. that. that There's yeah, a white really dial cool. too. The white's nice, but that blue dial is just like with the with yeah, the red it's... accents. It's like mm-hmm. that's perfect. Oh yeah, it's it's beautiful. <laughs> very very good well, choice. Those are really impressive choices because that totally suits your lifestyle yep yeah i think so yeah definitely (laughs) so we need to wrap but anything else on your mind watch related that you want to want to let us know about or uh not that i can think of at the moment any anything i just um really appreciate uh you having me on the podcast and I've been, you know, I, I listen to each episode and mm-hmm. I get so into it that, you know, you'll be talking about something and I like want to interject and like join the conversation, <laughs> but I can't. Well, today you can. <laughs> so, yeah, I got the opportunity today. So. And it's funny. It's funny because it just really kind of, talking watches. it does, conversation just comes easy when you have that common hobby. And when you and I were chatting about, you know, trying to get you set up with Skype earlier, we started chit chatting, and I'm like, oh, "We gotta wait. We'll talk about this yeah. later. Let's not. Let's not talk now. Yeah, we'll talk later. Stop. Don't look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's so. save that for the podcast. <laughs> and, and it's and it's fun having other female watch collectors to talk to because it's like I'm the only girl at our red bar, and it's I'm kind of surprised there aren't more female collectors. I'm really not. I, I'm I am really. There, but I'm starting but to see more on Instagram, on Instagram. They're starting to yes. come out of the woodwork. A lot of. The folks that uh, a lot of our listeners that have started following us on Instagram, they're new to Instagram, but there's a lot of females that are are starting to follow us and, Come to think and of listen it, to the podcast. And that's awesome. I've that's the a, whole reason yeah. that we started this, right? To bring more visibility and get more women into the hobby. So during, that's great. During quarantine, my the people following the, the podcast have gone up like by... 500 just during quarantine and lots of women and wow. some some are reaching out to me and they're they That's are great. nude instagram so yeah. that that is true but in general it's you still, still very, don't see it's still male dominated right. but i i'm starting to slowly see that change and i think that's great you know yeah they just really need to get rid of the whole male and female watch categories you know they're they're watches and yeah and Everyone has different tastes and different styles and it should not be limited to, oh, well, I can't buy that because it's a men's watch or, you know, mm-hmm. man, I can't buy that because it's a women's watch. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Well, I think you're always still going to have your dainty cocktail watches with all your diamonds and things like that. And that's okay. And that's fine. Yeah. But when it comes to like a 34 millimeter, um, like the Monta or a Rolex, that Oyster Perpetual size. A lot of men are buying that 34 millimeter size now. I'm seeing more vintage watches, like the older uh-huh. Bulovas, the vintage Bulovas, Elgin, um, 
What's the one? Well, the uh, Wittenauer. Yeah, Wittenauer. My Bull of a Devil Diver is a 39. And I yep. love that thing. And that's, I think, thing, the sizes are coming down a little bit. They got so big. And, you know, for the last year or so, I think it's starting to. It for sure is. I mean, I used to wear like 48s. I mean, gigantic. Oh, that, what was that? Precisionist. The, the Precisionist. It's freaking huge. Or maybe it's 46, though. but it's giant. But now I'm finding like 38 to 40 is what I really, that's what I'm buying these days. I'm not buying bigger unless it's a kind of a chunky dive watch, then 42 is okay. But I'm not buying big watches anymore. No. I think in general, the sizing is starting to come down, which helps men and women with smaller wrists right and i'm seeing yeah. like um yeah. like omega did the speedmaster well years ago they did the reduced but now they have the 38 line which is you know they they have the original black speedmaster color scheme on it but it isn't encrusted in diamonds so they're offering the the same watches at a smaller size which is what we want sometimes yep, yep. so yeah. i yeah. think i think it's we're getting there yep well, awesome. I think we should wrap. We're going on an hour. That's pretty, wow. pretty good. <laughs> Longer than I thought. <laughs> well, thanks again. I really appreciate both of you and uh, just very grateful for your friendship. Oh, we're grateful too. <laughs> yeah. We're, and we're thank glad. you for listening to the show. You're what you were one of our first listeners and we know you're a loyal listener. You've listened to all of them and you, and you give us <laughs> feedback, which is great. We yes. love to hear that. So thank you for listening to the show and, and uh, yeah, we appreciate you being on. Thank you. All right. Okay, that was totally fun talking Very. to Lorraine. Um, well, I mean, we're used to talking to Lorraine because she's a good friend. So we yes. we see her until this COVID stuff. We used to see her pretty frequently. Yeah. But to be able to really get into it with the watches and, you know, and I, I don't, I think she's full of it. I think her husband hates us. <laughs> <laughs> I'd hate he's us. He's such a great guy. He, <laughs> he is, is a such really a good wonderful guy. I've, guy. Only, I've only been able to meet him once. He's a really he cool he's guy. He's a retired first responder, yep. firefighter, paramedic, yeah. and the people that we respect very highly right now in all over the world. Absolutely. So, yeah. But we initially we thought we were chatting this morning and she was nervous, like, are we gonna have enough to say for fifteen minutes or so? Yeah, like, ended well, up being an hour, shoot. right? Yep. <laughs> That's how it always goes. It ends up being like Red Bar. Yeah. And it, and it looks like we've yet again been a bad influence and in turning her on to more watches. So, yeah. She has some good taste. He's probably going to stop allowing her to come see us, I'm guessing. No, but I really do love her collection. She's got a great Fantastic. collection. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, and I that little part of my heart that is for vintage watches, I love that she's gone and looked at some pre-owned, mm -hmm. pre-loved watches or watches yeah. with a story creating her own you know she's got that creative side so yeah. really fun i can't wait to do the next segment yep that was fun we really hope you guys enjoyed our first uh loving our listeners spotlight and again if you if you're interested let us know you know reach out at admin at uh at lovingwatches.com is the easiest or email you can dm me directly perpetual girl on instagram yep either either your account or the love watches, watches account and and pg will get back to you guys uh, one thing I wanted to let you know about, we've, and I apologize for this, uh, maintaining the website is a very part-time thing for me, and we realize that the contact form's not working. So uh, for now, until I can get it working, I'm just going to pull it down and put our email addresses there on the website, and you can just, you can email us. the contact, That's all the contact form does anyway. Yeah, we're having so. a little issue with the provider, so... I moved, I moved it, and so the performance is much better. The look and feel is a lot better, but that, that's the one piece that's been a sticking point is, is the contact form. So if you've reached out to us on the contact form in the last month or two uh, and we didn't respond, 
just send us a direct email. Um, that's the best way to get in touch with us right now or over Instagram. Or Instagram. Um, so yeah, as always, uh, go check us out over on Instagram. PG is maintaining that account. Um, make sure you're, you're following the podcast so you get updated on new episodes. And please, if you get a chance, uh, give us a review. We did the one... Uh, we had one of those reviews that we that we read actually got back to us and let us know who they were. So we still owe them some swag. <laughs> that was before COVID. So that's obviously put a wrench in things. But um, if you're listening, we're not bad people. we know that we, we still owe you that. And it is coming. We swear to God it's coming out. Uh, we'll send that to you. But uh, please get, you know, give us a review if you listen in, in iTunes. If you listen in other ways, I don't I can't really tell you how to do that stuff. But if you listen in iTunes, it's very easy to, to do a review. Mm-hmm. We've had uh, quite a few, and that's always the best feedback. It is the best feedback. I mean, because we can go in there and, and look at what you have to say, and, and good or bad, right? Let us know. I mean, I think I'm very happy that and very proud of the fact that our average is, is five stars, and we, mm-hmm. we've gotten quite a few new reviews. But um, get over there and let us know, and just reach out and say hi. We're just yeah. hanging out. And also, you know? um, give us a follow on Love & Watches. I, I think we're having some issues with that account. For uh, sure, yeah, that we've recently I, discovered. And it's, um, what do you call it, it? That's why I'm no longer maintaining our Instagram yeah, account. I, um, I got sick and tired of Instagram, especially when we it's found kind of, out. It's we kind were, of shut down. <laughs> it, it, our account, for whatever reason, is, yeah. So, but I, again, I don't really care because if you're listening, it means you're listening because you like podcasts and I don't mm-hmm. really care about the Instagram stuff. So, um, but definitely give us a review on iTunes. Um, yeah. I think that's my normal yeah, spiel, thank right? Thank you, guys. Well, yeah. and we're we're really excited to be also getting our listener environment involved because we've got a lot of good collectors out there. We do. Amazing we do. collectors. Yep. So looking forward to getting more of you guys on the show and, and bringing you on board. So I think that's it for today. Mm-hmm. Can, can we wrap this one? Let's wrap. Let's wrap. I am Ranch Racer. And I'm Perpetual Girl. And we appreciate you guys listening to the show, and we will see you or talk to you on the next episode. Hang loose. Take care, guys.